This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. There's a hockey game tonight. It'll be on the radio. If you're listening in Raleigh, it'll be on the radio here. It'll be on the radio in other places, too. Uh, it'll also be on TV. And uh, that's where you can find my friend John Forsland. If you are living in Seattle and listening, I can't understand why you would, but maybe you are. Uh, John is the voice of, C- of the Seattle Kraken. Also, TNT. And he's my friend. And we have his phone number. And, uh, oh, man, now I want wings. John Forsland, how are you? <laughs> I'm great, Adam. How are you? Doing great. We're uh, we're well into the season. Uh, wh- wh- why why can't the Kraken suddenly score goals? Well, they, it's a it's a mental thing right now. Yeah. yeah, they they've actually played well enough to win a couple of their games, but that's the that's the line that's drawn across uh, many games throughout the National Hockey League. The way that the parity is. You have to be consistent, and the way the Kraken were last year, the, the secret sauce they had working all year was their consistency and their balance scoring, and they came in waves, and it was hard to defend. Yeah. Um, right now, there's there's pieces on each line that are not playing well, and there's a lion's share of the team that's not scoring. So there you go. And so we'll see what happens tonight. They're trying to stay positive. They're trying to fight through this thing. Uh, they started last year 1-2-2. Two, and two. It wasn't that great in the first five games, and obviously this isn't very good. And they have a great test tonight with a with an excellent team coming in here. We'll see what happens. Here's the thing about it, and uh, I probably shouldn't have gotten so harsh so quickly, but uh, I don't know. My uh, my bedside manner is lost, apparently, uh, with my sleep. John Forslund is joining us here. I have no doubts that Seattle is going to score a bushel of goals this year. They were fifth in the league in goals scored per game last year at better than three and a half. Uh, this team can score. Matty Beneers um, had a good year. He's going to be amazing. I mean, I actually talked to Rod Brindamore about this already, and he agreed. Matty Beneers is one of those guys. He is one yeah. of those dynamic players that people tune in. I got to watch this kid play. Um, right. So it's been a slow start. He doesn't have a point through five through four games. Again, not worried about him. What makes him go? Well, he kind of models himself after his boyhood idol, who is Patrice Bergeron. So growing up in Boston, that was his guy. And if you're going to model yourself after a fundamentally sound player, and a guy who's a terrific leader, intelligent player, defender, and scorer, and can play in every facet of the game. You know, there's your guy, right? So that's yeah. kind of who he's he's looking at and wants to be. Um, terrific rookie season. Uh, again, like the team, mental torture right now. You know, how do you fight through it? The only thing I'll say about his game right now is when he struggled to score and he went, you know, a few stretches in his first year, five, six games without a point and so on, uh, his, his, the rest of his game didn't really vacillate to the negative. It was, it was always true fundamentally. He was always right on his game, um, back-checking, making the right plays defensively. And, uh, and that's a little bit different right now. So this is, a, this is a test for him to turn that around first and then get back to his scoring. And if he does, you know, good for him. But second seasons after winning the Rookie of the Year, 
It's not easy. Uh, every sport talks about the old mm-hmm. sophomore slump. It could be the case. It's way too early for that. But he, he's a he's the franchise. He will yeah. be a franchise piece moving forward. Uh, still in his first contract. We'll see where it goes. He's, he's such a fun player to watch. And there's so many good young players like that. I know the uh, the Hurricanes just had to deal last in the playoffs last year. Uh, not that Jack Hughes is brand new to the league, but players like Jack Hughes are why you tune in to watch. They just they just are. Um, last year was such a fun year, and John Forslund is joining us here on the Adam Gold Show. Such a fun year for hockey fans in Seattle. Year one didn't go as well as anybody liked, but, man, year two was fun. So coming off the upset of Colorado in the first round of the playoffs, what was the offseason like among the fans, the lead-up, to this season like, and again, four, four games of 82, nobody should take anything from that. But what has the, you know, the, the lead up to this season been like? Hey, it's Adam Golden. I'm in studio with my friend, Coach Pete DeRuta with the Capital Financial Advisory Group. Is it ever too soon to seek out you and your expertise? Really, there's no too soon. It's time to get serious. So if you're 50 or over, we call it the financial red zone. And that's when really it's time for you to take control of your money and, and make sure you have a firm on your side that's a fiduciary planning firm, which means they take your side at all times. Now, we'll do this for the next 10 of you who call. This is a $1,000 value, but I'm going to waive my planning fee to make sure you get your total retirement plan and you get on the right path for retirement. Call 888-843-0013, or text ADAM to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. It's incredible, and it's it's. Um, I'm not going to say shocking because I had an outsider's view of the market before I got here. Right. And I think we've seen the Seahawk, uh, the Twelves, as they call them, the Seahawk Nation. We've seen, you know, the way they've supported the Mariners without any playoff success for better than two decades, um, and the Supersonics back in the day, what it was like here. So this is, a, a along with soccer and everything else that they have, it's a tremendous sports market filled with fans who come with an edge and a passion and they get really loud and they thrive off the, you know, the cloudiness and the rain and all the stuff that comes with the winter. Um, but the, the lead up in the, in the summer was tremendous and the build up and throughout the Stanley cup playoffs, I kept telling people, you know, wait, till you see playoff hockey, but it, yep. it's all a bunch of words until they see it. Some people had an idea, but like we saw over the years in Raleigh, you know, once you get that experience and you're in a building and you're seeing a Stanley Cup playoff game, there's nothing like it. So it was through the moon, and it is it is a situation right now that um, is great. Uh, again, <laughs> you know, you're, what have you done for me lately? Uh, you know, the, the, the haters come out when you don't succeed. That's natural, and that's where the Kraken are at today. Uh, a couple of wins to end this homestand will do them good. Uh, they have a real tough schedule. They they play seven of their first ten on the road. They have to go back out east next week, and we'll see in Raleigh a week from today. That's right. But it is, uh, it, it, it's not an easy go. And this homestand is Colorado, Carolina, and the Rangers. That's <laughs> that's not an easy draw. So, uh, again, they have a big challenge ahead of them. There's no, there's no question. So seven out of their uh, first ten on the road. Is there a state fair? In Seattle, too? No, they just, I, I think the weather's too nice. So they want to get us here when the weather's miserable. So we had a 75-degree day yesterday with bright blue skies. We have the same thing today. Uh, the summer here, uh, for the people that experience it, is just uh, 
phenomenal. They went, they had a half an inch of rain in four months, uh, but then it all comes down at once throughout the winter. So maybe that's the case. Get us out of here while it's nice and bring us back in November for the majority of November at home when the rains start to come. But the rain never gets to me. It's been great. It's just a sensational circumstance. Is there, because you, you talked about the fan base and how Jack they were and you, you, I mean, you're in a position now where you're also talking to fans uh, who haven't had NHL hockey locally uh, before. Uh-huh. Is there a similarity with how, whether it's you, how you approach the fan base or how the fan base has embraced the team that we experienced here? Well, that's a great question. I, I have approached this job the same way as I did back in 1997, 98, and that era, you know, and then each step along the way with playoff success with the Hurricanes. But there are layers of fans in the Seattle market. It's a little bit different than Raleigh in the beginning. Raleigh in the beginning, as you know, is an either or. You either came from somewhere else and <laughs> right. knew about the game or you had no idea whatsoever. Um, we have a lot of people that have no idea whatsoever, and that's good because they become some of your most ardent fans. Mm-hmm. We have people who have followed the junior teams here. As you know, there's major junior hockey here in Everett and Kent with the Seattle Thunderbirds. So people are aware of the game and have followed it for years and know some of the history of pro hockey in Seattle going way back when. Um, And then there's people who have transplanted and they, they love the game and they have teams that they've supported throughout their years where they lived elsewhere but so we kind of have that but this is a different circumstance because of the build-up expansion situation was so well organized it's a different generation different era um everything's in place to make it work and and you're opening up a a building that i think is second to none in north Mm -hmm. america it is it is climate pledge arena is absolutely spectacular and so you put all of that in the same bin you come up with an unbelievable circumstance what we had to go through in raleigh for all those years was continue to build continue to build even when there was success like a stanley cup you were still building you didn't feel like you had arrived yet maybe the team feels that way now i'm not sure i'm not there anymore um but it's it's way better and it's a great market in Raleigh, um, but we had to cultivate that for yeah. many, many years, and I'm proud of that. Same thing's going on here. Uh, these two seasons have been really rewarding for me, and uh, we're in the year three, and we're just getting started. So um, just to go back to 2002 uh, and 2001, playoff games were not sold out, right, for right. the Hurricanes. And now everything. I mean, they, they the only game they didn't sell out Last year, basically, the only game they didn't have more than 18,000 last year was a Halloween game against the Washington Capitals. And they made up for that in spades when they had the Capitals play over at Carter Finley Stadium. (laughs) They got nearly 60,000. So it was one of those type years. But that's what happens. Everybody understands when you win, everybody's a fan. Uh, And by the way, when we see you a week from today, actually, at PNC Arena next Thursday, it's very possible that Andrei Svechnikov and Sebastian Ajo will make their returns to the lineup. So you miss you miss number 20 tonight, John. You're going to have to call Tavo Teravainen maybe as a center. That's okay. I watched him the other night. He's doing okay. He's all right. And, yeah. Uh, they just figured out how to play with about nine minutes left. So that was, <laughs> that was interesting. Um, you know, they... They'll be, they'll be, they'll be great. They won't be fine. They'll be great. Yeah. 
and um, I look forward to seeing Spetch back in the lineup because I, I, I love that kid. And um, I, you know what I look forward to? I'll, I'll be in the building because, you know, I get there early. I mm-hmm. look forward to him coming out around 4.30 and stick handling. That means he'll be in the lineup, and I'll give him a, a round of applause like I usually do, and then he usually looks up at me. Still, <laughs> even when I came back the two times with Seattle, he did it, so hopefully he'll do it next Thursday night because we did that every game when I was there. But uh, they're going to they're gonna be great. And um, right now, I think the Canes are kind of in between defensively a little bit. Mm-hmm. Power play bails them out. The, the shorthanded situation's been great. The goalkeeping's kind of up in the air a little bit. Yes, uh, they got some flaws on the back end. They're going to have to look at, um, you know. But the, they got enough depth, and they should. Uh, hey, they're everybody's picked to win it all, so we'll see what happens. Uh, I cannot wait to see you in the building a week from tonight. I will see you there. I appreciate your time, Mr. Forsland, and uh, good luck tonight. I know you will uh, You will be your usual spectacular self, and we'll see you uh, in uh, seven days. Thanks, buddy. Look forward to seeing you. You got Take it. Take care. That's the best. John Forsland, he is the best in the business, uh, and I appreciate that. I mean, that's not a slight to anybody else. No, but he's awesome. He is just next level. More great news for carry commuters. With the new GoCarry app, you can track your bus live on the interactive map feature. Stay informed with the latest news and service updates right at your fingertips. Save your favorite locations and routes for quick and easy access, making your daily commute a breeze. Plus, with the GoCarry app, you can easily connect to GoCarry.org for even more resources and information. Best of all, the GoCarry app is absolutely free to download on the Apple and Google Play stores. GoCarry, where getting there is just a tap away.